Hello, everyone. Welcome to Change and Thrive. I'm your host, Dr. Wendy Heckelman, founder and CEO of WLH Consulting and Learning Solutions. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe and select the notification bell. That way, you'll never miss an episode. A month ago, we introduced the ABCs of leadership for all times to reflect leadership challenges in response to the pandemic, economic pressures, and social justice demands for equality. This unique moment requires a new set of leadership capabilities with great potential beyond this crisis. Collectively, the behaviors we will discuss enables leaders to inspire followership to drive achievement of the organization's strategic priorities, while also creating a culture of inclusion, accountability, and performance, both now and in the future. Today, I am pleased to have Dr. Loretta Kate, who is a member of the WH team and co-founder of the Will Initiative, back here today to talk more about leadership for all times. Welcome back, Loretta. Hey, Wendy. So good, as always, to be a part of this discussion on leadership. Just to recap, you mentioned it's been a month, so in case somebody missed something or doesn't remember, let me tell you what the non-negotiable skills are in our ABCs for leaders of all times. The first is agility, and this is where leaders are flexible, nimble, and able to pivot quickly. And there's breakthrough thinking, and that allows for creativity, innovation, and challenges the status quo. And then there's collaboration that's bold and intentional, where cross-functional colleagues come together to achieve common goals, take productivity to the next level, which is dare to execute higher aspirations. And that's the ability to overcome barriers to boldness, bring clarity to chaos, to focus on the critical few things with intensity that has to be done while building commitment and accountability to drive these higher success. And finally, there's leadership empathy and inclusive capabilities, which is about building understanding so colleagues are heard and understood, and then creating a level playing field for capability building and advancement for all. Loretta, thank you so much for this recap of the ABCs of leadership, because it's really important given everything that's going on, that our viewers have an opportunity to understand what these critical capabilities are. And in today's podcast, we're going to focus on dare to execute to higher aspirations, which is really the discipline to execute with excellence. To achieve the impossible, these leaders overcome barriers to boldness, they bring clarity to chaos, to focus on the critical few, and they build commitment and accountability to drive higher success. If execution excellence is about getting things done and solving problems, the one thing the pandemic did was create a lot of problems and a lot of different challenges for many of our clients. Oh, I I laugh with you, right? Because the pandemic has amplified customer challenges, like you said, and at the same time exposed a lot of weaknesses in the existing sales models, as well as account and business processes. So despite all these challenges, you have to think back and realize that we have both been very fortunate to witness leaders who continue to lead 
towards greater performance, even amidst all this world. And these leaders were solutions oriented. They tackled challenges without being asked and they got things done fast. And if you think about it, how critical that has to be at a time when all those strategic plans that we saw come together to set the stage for 2020 with sound timelines were thrown out the window. So they're no longer relevant in the context of the pandemic. And we've talked about this a lot, Loretta, that there was the great pivot and the pivot and the pivot again. And and we've been working with so many of our clients, really, I would say in May, right? March was bombshell and shock time. And what has really emerged is leaders have come back and they've started to look at their strategies different and then really think about how to execute flawlessly. And as you'll recall, we recently worked with a pharmaceutical company that was transforming its commercial model and its ways of working to be more responsive given the impact of the pandemic. This work was already underway, but the pandemic put it on steroids. And the head of the commercial organization wanted to do a few things. He wanted to ensure that the broad strategy was reinforced. So he communicated what was staying the same, especially in the early days, and to make sure that his leaders were committed. Um, He also challenged the organization to focus on the critical few, where they were relentlessly prioritizing key activities for flawless execution. And the other thing he did is he asked the frontline leaders to really pay attention to his people during this transition and coach others by providing clarity to the chaos, while at the same time, helping each employee deal with their personal challenges because we're in the midst of this pandemic, help them to adjust to fundamental new ways of working and help them really navigate through this transition. And when we think about execution excellence, the element here is they paid attention to the details in executing and they exploited the fact that the operating models and ways of working had been unlocked. And this really created an opportunity to reset how work gets done in that organization, to make it more efficient, more streamlined and effective. And despite the chaos of the pandemic, this client surpassed their second quarter and third quarter projections. Wendy, I I laughed because you said this was kind of underway. Well, I remember the moment when it's like the light went off and, and this leader saw this, the magic of the moment, if you will, that everything was unfrozen. It's like, wow, this is like the door opened up to make this happen so much easier and be accepted so much more readily than it might have been before. So I think that that was part of that mindset that was exciting to see. And we're now seeing some of the boldest and most progressive leaders start to question their assumptions up to now. And it's going to be these leaders who think bigger and let go of their historical norms that are going to find a way to to make the impossible possible. We talk about how agility here sets the stage for this to happen because agility is about pivoting and flexing. And we talk about, you know, becoming Gumby boys, you know, Gumby girls, right? Because things are a little crazy, but because the leaders are scanning the external environment, they're leveraging technology and they're harnessing data in ways that deliver double digit gains 
in returns on investment. Uh, they leverage these improved insights to be more agile in aligning their resources and adapting their operating models, as we saw in, in the example we just shared. That's another example of how agility opens the doors for leaders, right? It, to bring this discipline to execute with excellence and, and do so even better than before. These bold leaders, they aren't asking the organization to lower their expectations due to the pandemic. Instead, they're dramatically elevating their aspirations and the operating implications needed to achieve these higher aspirations. So when this happens, those breakthrough moments start to arise. That's true. And when we work with leadership teams and have been throughout the pandemic, we really challenge them to set higher aspirations and have push them to harness the power of their external peer networks and other sources to generate breakthrough ideas, new ways of working, or anything that could inspire innovation. Oftentimes, we'll run programs together and interventions, and we often bring them together to streamline decision-making and processes, uh, have them align around resource allocation and communication practices, and really make their future reality. But the magic here is they can do all this ideating and all this planning, but they need to turn this into executable plans where I's are dotted and T's are crossed. So it's all about execution excellence here. You've heard us say, you know, execution excellence for a reason. It, it's more about the plan. They come up with the right plan and then they, they just sort of expect it to take wheels and, and go off in the right direction. And that just doesn't happen as we've seen more times than not. But it's equally important, I think, that these leaders ensure that everyone on the team has clarity around their roles and responsibilities and expectations up front, right? That's something that you and I speak to a lot in this process of trying to help them execute these grand plans. Um, we want to make sure that people know what they have to do. They, they know how and where to do it, why they have to get it done and by when. I've heard you say a thousand times, we have to make sure that leaders are ready to execute. And when we do that and do that well, when this happens, trust and respect always follows. So we have certainly seen what happens to team productivity and morale when they're absent. Very sad, but true. The key here is to get team members to hold each other accountable to their agreements and ways of working. Speaking about accountability, one of the ways we increase individual and organizational accountability is by helping leaders and teams maximize their work priorities to become more proactive versus reactive. I mean, let's be really honest. March and April was all about reactivity. We know that we're in this steady state of this pandemic for a while, and now it's all about proactivity. And when we define proactivity, there's two requirements for everything that goes on your calendar, right? One, it has to drive the desired results or increase your capability to drive the desired results. We see leaders who dare to execute higher aspirations focus on their team's time and efforts with intensity on the critical few that have the greatest ability to drive success. We're always saying, okay, you've got 20 things here. How do we get it down to the three critical, most important things? And this ensures making sure they have the knowledge 
and the skills to execute on those aspirations as well. And the bottom line here, Wendy, is that the ability to dare to execute higher aspirations and achieve those double-digit gains that you talked about earlier and that we're starting to see, leaders have to exhibit all of our non-negotiable leader behaviors. As we continue our series, we'll focus next week on how these leaders bring empathy to everything they do to inspire the followership that's required to achieve these organizations. Imperatives, whether they're the business strategy or cultural imperatives that have changed as a result, it's going to take all of the behaviors to make that happen. For sure. And thank you, Loretta. I think that to dare to execute and achieve execution excellence is really taking all of the work that happens before and turning it into magic, right? And as we close out today's podcast, I wanna summarize a few key points. One, agility opens the door for leaders to dare to execute higher aspirations and activate the need for breakthrough thinking. Two, by harnessing the power of peer networks and leveraging bold and intentional collaboration, leaders and teams identify innovative strategies to overcome barriers to boldness and solutions for unmet needs. Three, these leaders bring clarity to chaos, focusing time and effort with intensity on the critical few with the greatest potential to maximize success. And finally, Execution excellence is about ensuring the accountabilities, roles, and resources are clearly defined with flawless implementation and metrics to track. So Loretta, I want to thank you very much for joining me again today. So thank you. You're welcome. And if your organization is looking to develop execution excellence capabilities that dare to execute higher aspirations, and get it done at the individual team and leadership level, please feel free to reach out. We have a cutting edge learning solution that drives development of these critical leadership skills. I'm Dr. Wendy Heckelman, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today and see you next week.